Okay, let's go. Welcome to Wellness Wednesday and the Chronically Driven radio show and podcast. I'm Sandra Silva coming to you from beautiful Nanaimo, BC here on Vancouver Island. Today's show is something that I am really, really excited to share with you. You are going to meet and hear from two incredibly soulful women. We are going to explore healing and communication in our life's journey through music, sound, and vibration. We're going to be talking about things like meditation and how to use the resources that we possess in order to raise our own vibration. First up is my conversation with the lovely and magnetic Nicole Monasterio. Nicole is a sound healer and has such a beautiful way of communicating and connections through music, drumming, the use of tuning forks, and more. As the owner and creative force behind Monasterio Sound Healing, Nicole creates unforgettable experiences for the mind, body, and soul. I am so pleased to introduce today's guest. Joining us now is Nicole Monasterio from Monasterio Sound Healing. And she is coming to us today from her in-home studio and she is surrounded by instruments. And Nicole, I'm so, so happy to connect with you again. Welcome to Chronically Driven. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you for having me. Such a pleasure. So Sound healing and all of these wonderful things that we're going to be talking about is this is going to be a little bit different of an experience. We're talking about sound with lots of ways through instrumentation or also by using our own bodies through humming and all of that sort of stuff. It's such a juicy topic. We are going to dive in. But for those of you that do not know Nicole, I was wondering if you could give our listeners just a little bit about your background. I know that you do have some musical influences along the way. So let us know about that and what sort of led you to the journey that you're on now. Oh, well, thank you for asking that. Uh, Yeah, I come from a musical family, award-winning musicians um, and artists alike. Um, I spent most of my life kind of living in the shadow of that feeling like, how am I ever going to be good enough to perform, you know, these grand entertainment experiences for people, um, in the shadow of all of this greatness. And, um, after I had lost my sister and my father, um, tragically, uh, I really kind of deepened my spiritual journey and I discovered that, um, sound could be used for healing. So I could play instruments, specific instruments with the intention of creating calm and peace and healing within myself and for others. And so that led me to um, the California Institute of Integral Studies, where I completed their sound voice and music healing program. And it was there that I learned from pioneers um, and musicians from all over the world who um, are teaching these sacred modalities and the sacred art of, of sound healing. And uh, so, yeah, I've spent the last, I think, uh, eight or nine years really um, 
delving into the practice and finding my niche and finding what works for me and what kind of offerings I want to, um, to share. So what sort of instruments do you use when we're talking about this modality? Yeah, so the main one that I would use would be um, the drum. And I, uh, I have different types of drums. I have a frame drum, which can be used with your hand and or the stick. And then I have this sort of drum. I liked this brand. This is a Remo, which is a drum brand. It's drum heads that are used in percussion, um, like a drum set. Okay. My father was a drummer. And so was my sister. So I was attracted to that, to that brand because um, the sound quality is so good and you can really hear the harmonics and the overtones of these specific instruments. So when I'm going to uh, do a, a sound session, I have to take into consideration the space that I'm doing it in because mm-hmm. not all instruments sound the same in each space. So the drum would be the main one that I use. Um, I also use the rattle. And, um, and then I've got some tuning forks. Mm-hmm. You hear that? I do. Yes. Yeah. That's a high frequency. Exactly. That is a high frequency. And then I've got the tuning bowls, the crystal, mm-hmm. crystal tuning bowls. And then I have, um, the flute, Native American flute. Yeah. And those would be the main ones. And then I also use my own voice for chanting and or humming. Right. So creating all of these different, all of these different sounds, it is, um, it's, it's musical. It's something that we hear, but we're talking about this as being um, one of the healing modalities, something that can be therapeutic and beneficial. And when I'm looking at some of these instruments and in particular um, being drawn to the drum and drumming, I mean, that, that goes back to as, ancient ancient times as you can remember i mean imagine just you know people communication and drumming absolutely 20 to th- uh 20 to thirty thousand years old is how old the drum is um considered to be for used in uh as a sacred medicine for for healing for people so um the drum would be used by a shaman in some of these ancient cultures and the shaman would be like the um the healer of the group you know they would take people on journeys to um go deep within to find their soul to find the fragmented soul to connect all of the parts and the pieces and also to be a voice um between this realm and the spiritual realm absolutely and that that uh that connection is definitely made a lot stronger when you can incorporate uh the sounds and the rhythms and the beats what is it about the frequencies in music and and sound that can be beneficial for for us physically yeah so um something like the drum it's a it's a lower frequency on the audio spectrum so not only can we hear it but we can also feel it and so whenever you can have that vibration hitting your physical body it's actually creating those sound waves and it's going into your nervous system into your organs and it's creating a sense of harmony Um, It's actually from the physic word entrainment. So when you have one vibrational body can affect another vibrational body. And so then the two become in togetherness, you know, they, they start to frequent at the same, at the same wave. So 
It's really quite special. It's actually one of the most effective tools I've ever come across for healing and wellness. I've tried all the different meditations and modalities. And for me, sound is very effective. It just pulls me right into that space. And I am able to clear away any energy and blockages, emotional blockages, anything that's in the way. Yeah, it's quite incredible. Um, the tuning forks here, these were discovered by John Bolay, Dr. John Bolay in 1978. He spent five years in an anachromic chamber, which is, mm. you know, engineered soundproof room. Not full five years, over five years of research. And he discovered that tuning forks could be used to tune the human body. And since then, um, we, we've made great strides in our uh, discovery of this. And now they've created little tiny mini tuning forks that they can put inside of a body next to like a cancerous cell and then send the, the frequencies and the vibrations that they want to shrink that. It's quite incredible. Sound healing can affect, first, first of all, it can affect how we feel emotionally but then on a deeper level, as a result of that, it goes deeper and it can affect our hormones and it can give us, it. from what I'm reading and understanding, and I, I know you can kind of des describe it better when we start talking about what a session might lo look like, but releasing endorphins and oxytocin and the things, all those feel good sensations come about as a result of the music. Is that yeah, absolutely. So it's always accessible to anybody in any moment of the time. Um, all you have to do is create that vibration sound within you. And so by doing a hum, you're keeping the sound trapped within your body, but that's creating greater vibration and resonance within your body. Um, and there's research that shows just five minutes of humming and it has profound physiological effects on the human body. Uh, and then if you chant, if you do singing or chanting in a group situation, that creates oxytocin mm. and all of those love, trust, hormone connection for people. Yeah. And then, of course, like the drum, the drum is super grounding. Um, the drum, if you, you can do like um, uh, a heartbeat, which just creates mm. this container of, of it feels like a womb, like you're inside of the mother's womb and it's a very safe feeling. Or you can have like the eagle beat, which is a faster, more masculine energy. And that creates a lot of fire and energy in the body, you know, so you can do, you can use different sounds mm -hmm. with, for different intentions. For sure. You yeah. mentioned um, in a group setting, how that sort of magnifies it and, and it increases a lot of the energy and vibration and just the experiences that are shared on a previous show we talked a little bit about this work that you do in a long conjunction with um, Raina Stark, who does the Goddess Empower events. And so you do a lot of those with her and provide sound healing as part of those retreat experiences. I do. So tell us, uh, tell us about those. Yeah, so those events are really close to my heart. Um, there's a lot of preparation that goes into them. Raina creates this really sacred space for like a sister circle, a group of women that come together with the intention of healing. And sometimes they're a one day event and sometimes they're a retreat that happens over an entire weekend. But there's just something very powerful and magical uh, that happens when women come together with the intention of taking care of themselves 
doing the inner work of healing and so that they can show up in the world uh, balanced and renewed and rejuvenated and well. We are just such powerful creatures, you know. Mm -hmm. So um, for those events, I do a lot of preparation, a lot of meditation going into the event. What am I, uh, what is the message that I need to come to this event with? What is the um, intention? What is the group intention? There's so much preparation. So I really create a beautiful ceremony. You know, I show up in my finest outfit. I put on makeup. I wear lipstick. I just really want to show up and, and let these people know that this is a very sacred and special event. And I will set the intention and I will take the group through a, a sacred a sacred ceremony. And so that will taking people through the audio spectrum of sound. We'll start start off with lower frequencies and we will work our way up into the higher frequencies. Sort of get our bodies, you know, prepared for that. Mm -hmm. And it's a journey. And for, for some, um, you know, more intense, dark feelings might arise because maybe there's some things that needed to need to be sorted through for other people. It might be very, uh, mystical and, you know, like a close connection with God or source or whatever it is that their belief system is, you know, this higher, brighter space. So it's different for everybody, but uh, what happens is I read the room, I feel the energy, and I can tell when I have everybody in that mm -hmm. space, there won't be one movement in the room, everybody is just grounded down, and then I just conduct the ceremony that way, you know, by feeling the energy of the room, I'm very empathic, so I just, I listen, and I, I pay attention to the messages I'm receiving, and then I, I share it, it that way. Yeah. And every, every ceremony is different. One has never Absolutely. been. <laughs> and that is part of the gift that you bring and that you offer, because this is, it's not like you're going by a, a set list or a playlist for the, you know, the, the local bar band. This is something that you are creating and you're tapping into first off your energy and what you're receiving as your, your guidance for that. And then once you get to get to the space and you're with that sacred circle of women, that is a, its own energy. And so the fact that you are in, in tune to that and customize that is really creates that unique, special experience. Nicole, you mentioned sort of taking people through the spectrum of, of sounds. You're sitting here with your beautiful instrumentation around you. Are you able to actually give us some examples and tell us which? Uh... Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I would usually start off um, with a rattle. If you just listen. Can you hear that okay? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I use this sound um, in my events. I will give each individual two rattles that they can hold up to their ears. And we use it to just ground, ground down into the space, into the here and now. And this is when I would uh, set the intention for the group. And then I would go through with the drum. Can you hear that okay? Yep. Louder is good. Yeah. So the same sort of thing. We're just grounding down in with the sound. 
for anybody that has a hard time um, focusing, sound is incredible because it can just shut your mind off if you just keep going to the sound. This is a bit of a lower or a higher frequency uh, drum because of its size. And so what's so incredible about the drum is that there's, um, there's harmonics. So that's just sound and sound and sound upon sound and it just keeps building. And when you get into the zone and the drum is just going, the whole drum starts to sing. And mm. in that there's just, it's, it's like this visual you have behind. There's just sound expanding out and it just, it takes you away. And each person might go on a different mm -hmm. way. That's what's so beautiful and unique about it. Yeah. And then, um, should I continue on? Yes, please yeah. do. So I might use the flute. The flute is, um, it's almost a haunting sound of it. Just love that sound. The flute. Well, that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we have the tuning forks, of course. These are incredible when you hold them up to your ears, you can actually hear sound going through. So I have a C and a G, which actually creates a perfect fifth, which is just the same sound frequency It's the middle and it's going through. It's really quite incredible. And then of course the tuning. That reminded me of church bells. Yeah, right? Yeah. I, I have the same, it, it's almost church-esque sometimes. Coming back to how that would resonate when you are in this sacred space that has been created and you're there with the purposeful intention to do some, to do some work. Mm. Yeah, it's incredible. I mean, uh, some of the feedback that I've gotten over the years is just always so um, heart touching, you yeah. know, and then to have people receive that with vulnerability, it's just, mm -hmm. it's like magic, really. <laughs> and to be able to do that in a safe, a safe space, or other people, like you were saying, they can go to, you know, go on the different wavelengths, and people can experience like a, like a, a real sense of, I don't know what the word I'm looking, I'm looking for, but just like a, like such a strong, strong, strong connection or joy. Yeah. Bliss. Urge, bliss. Yeah. Rage. I've had, I've had oh. women really feel the rage come up and what a great little safe container to yeah. let that out, you know? Yeah. Just so much, so much profound healing and different for everybody, but just always uh, significant and powerful. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we were talking before about um, different, different ideas and different ways to, to let people experience, experience sound. Um, do you care to share with that sort of that, that fun idea that you, uh, you were talking about for an outdoor space? 
Yeah, for sure. So um, with the current climate of the world, I get asked a lot about like private sessions and stuff like that. And that's not something I'm offering right now, but I have considered doing a free event in our local downtown area at the, at the park, um, where basically I would just bring my big speaker system and a microphone and I would set myself up as I am here and I would just do a, a sacred sound journey for anybody who wants to drop in and sit down and just uh, relax and, and feel the earth under their body and to feel the community connection. I think at this point, um, you know, staying within the frames that we are expected to stay mm. right now, um, this would be a really great way to create that community connection because we are we, we need each other's energies. We, we need to um, connect in those kinds of ways. And, you know, a way to do it. I, I sort of visualize, you know, a grassy area with people kind of spread out and then the energetic uh, force that would be kind of this cloud that would be coming over top of the group. It would, it would be- create a dome, exactly. a dome of energy and sound. And, and, and the vibration of this, I mean, it's, uh, it's love. That's, that's what we are raising. I mean, let's not, it's, it's, and we're not talking, it's not like, it's not, not like a romantic love. It is the energy and the vibration of, of love. And collectively we remember that we are energy. We are these beautiful beings that we have the ability to influence not just our own cells and energy and feelings through these vibra- vibrations and intentions of love, but those around us, those in the, yeah. in the, not just in the next room, in our community, in our world yeah. and, and com- like coming together like this is what. Exactly. Yeah. So like if, if you know anything about like your aura and how far out our energy field expands. And so when our energy field is expansive and it's very expansive when it's from a space of bliss, mm-hmm love higher frequencies then it really goes out and so then your energy starts to dance with the other person's energy that might be eight feet away from you but then when you have the whole entire group that's a powerhouse of energy and that powerhouse of energy gets pushed up into the collective consciousness and we're helped shifting some of those darker energies and some of those lower frequencies that are like a heavy blanket over top of us right now absolutely and Every time that I learn just a little bit more about this and how it actually has the the ability to heal and restore, something about it resonates with me and it makes sense. And it makes me want to reach for that because it is how more as a gift from the universe or natural can you get? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some belief systems uh, believe that the world was founded on sound. That sound was the beginning of all of it. And for me, that rings very true because whatever it is inside of my soul, with my heart, that is the purest of pure. I know that that is source, whatever that is, that's the connection I feel to everything. And so to ride the wave of sound seems very suitable to me in this life experience and to stay grounded in the, um, in the lessons and the pains and the, tragedies and the traumas so then i can really feel those blissful moments 
the pureness of those blissful moments. But there's room for, there's room for all of it. I think so. I mean, for me, sound cradles. It mm-hmm. cradles the experience. And so there's always a sense of safety in that. Even in those darkest, most alone moments, when I turn to sound to get me through those, I feel, I feel cared for and mothered and nurtured. Isn't that incredible? You know, because so many of us have these mother wounds or these father wounds or whatever wounds, human wounds. And so to be able to be proactive and protect yourself and to show up as that mother or that father or whomever, Mm. that's a power move right there. That's, that's creating your own experience and your own reality. You know, Mm -hmm. that's what sound does for me. Yeah. There's one instrument that I don't think you've touched on there, and it's the uh, that one. Yeah, Tell, what is it? What's that one called? It's kind of very unique looking. Yeah, so it's called a shroomy box, and it is set up like a piano, like it's a, a a scale on the piano. There's bigger ones, so you can have multiple octaves. Um, it's sort of like an accordion, so it fills up with air, and it lets out a drone sound. So it is. Um, from China originally, but it's most known um, from India. It's used for devotional singing in India, but it's really uh, gained popularity here in the Western world. Just the same for chanting, devotional singing, um, leading groups through. So right now I have, so I have it. an interesting sound it is yeah so it's that drone that it makes them singing or chanting a bit easier you can hear the sound and then your voice can trail on with it yeah we touched on just briefly but i'd like you to um give a little bit more of a description for our listeners to the concept of intentional humming oh yeah so um yeah, so humming, it's humming is just something that humans do naturally. We um, seem to do humming in like moments of bliss or joy. Uh, humans often will hum with tasty food. We hum with sexual pleasure. Uh, we hum just doing daily tasks, maybe folding the laundry or do the dishes. We just kind of hum. So humming produces this really amazing molecule called nitric oxide and nitric oxide actually heals our body on a cellular level and so as i touched on before humming um, for just five minutes starts to have these incredible physiological effects on the body Uh, we seem to produce the nitric oxide most in our nose area Um, but so when you do it with intention you're you're creating the intention. Where do you want the sound to go in your body? Which part of your body needs to shift? So for example, like I've been having some troubles with my knees lately. So I'm going to ground myself. I'm going to take my deep breath in. And I'm going to feel the sounds moving. You can just feel it like, like a waterfall rushing down. And then you can actually send it to the spot And then if you just focus on that spot, you'll start to feel movement there. 
everybody's different, right? So some people might be really motivated by visuals. Some people might be motivated by sound. Some people might be motivated by, by sensations. So whatever it is that works the best for you, you get that sound yeah. in the spot that you need it to do. So you can visualize colors. You can feel the sound going down. You can hear the sound going. You can hear the rumbling in your knee if you want. Mm. Get creative because that's how we create our reality. Uh, humans are so incredible that way. Mm. Uh, with our imagination, we can create anything. Yes. You know, we can be in the most darkest scenario. And how do people get through those situations? Hope, faith, oh. imagination. Those are all accessible to us at any moment. So we have the power to shift what we are experiencing in this moment, period. It's a hundred percent. I um, struggled with anxiety my whole entire life. I was a perfect candidate to be on long-term pharmaceuticals, hundred percent. I never went down that road because I felt intuitively that there was something else out there for me. And thankfully I found it. But what I've discovered is that the source of all pain and discomfort is really in our minds. It's that negative play tape that goes over and over again. And so when we can get to the awareness of that and just stop it, you have to do your due diligence. But once you do it, it'll get easier and easier and easier. And then there's this discovery of like, I really can manifest my experience. I, mm -hmm. I know we have that power and I think somewhere along the lay, along the way we we forgot that and we were told that we needed things outside of ourselves to take back our power yeah you learn these skills in small little ways and you start combining them together and all of a sudden you've got you know a toolkit that a non-pharmaceutical first aid kit to help you with whatever life brings your way yeah, we're taking a little bit of the ancient methods and then we're, you're, we're blending them in mm -hmm. with our ideas and awarenesses and concepts. And so, you know, for me, all I can see is, a, is us rising collectively, you know? Yeah, nature is always my favorite place to do the sound because the sound can't get stopped. It just keeps going and going. Mm -hmm. you know, in a contained room, unless it's a soundproof room there's resonance that creates from other objects in the room. And as a sound healer, I pick up on those sounds and mm -hmm. I don't like it so much. <laughs> so nature is definitely my, my preference. Absolutely. And we've got so much, we're so blessed. There's so much to choose uh, to choose from around here. Well, I know that um, uh, we, we've barely just scratched the surface on, on a variety of things. Is there something that you would like to share with, our listeners um, about uh, anything in this area? Hmm. No, I mean, I feel like we just touched on so many things and kind of got to the right to the juicy stuff. Well, you did mention in the beginning that it can create a lot of juicy, you know, sensual feeling. Mm -hmm. uh, that's absolutely 100% experiences that I've had with others. I'm always amazed when they say that they, feel fire and their sexual organs and they feel alive and there's this sense of um connections that creative self because that all lives in the same zone the creativity is right there with our with our sensuality and when we feel a fire there everything opens and blossoms in our life 
Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, and that is just like, it made me think of like, we're focusing on different different areas, different uh, chakra work and all of that kind of stuff. It just all ties in so beautifully together. Well, that's what these crystal bowls are actually um, tuned to the chakras. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the, I can take you on a full zone right through. Just as the tuning forks, I have brain tuners that can take an individual through the brain waves, which is really incredible. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to use like the electric, so I can pull out my big, huge sound system and I can blow deep sub bass at an individual. And that is like, that's like weeks of therapy for your yeah, body yeah. because you just reset everything. Those vibrations are coming in so strong. And this is a whole other topic, but the gamma mm-hmm. brain waves are in the same frequency zone as these deep sub bass. And I think that's why yeah, individuals yeah. are attracted to these big, large group festivals where they have these deep sounds. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Nicole, could you share some, some sounds with us? Um, yeah. go, go through and give, a, give us some... Uh, Want to make a request? Was there one that translates over on your end the best? Well, the drums come across as, as the best, and the flute. Okay. Yes, the flute. Um, you know, the flute is something I have uh, really spent a lot of time considering... Um, as a sacred object and how to use it. And um, uh, traditionally the native American flute was used by men only, and it was used by men to court women. And um, I have spent a lot of time talking to um, our indigenous brothers and sisters and asking if it's okay that I use this. And I've been given the go ahead that it's okay. Um, I think also because I'm too spirited in that culture that um, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm wooing you with these beautiful sacred sounds. Yeah, so we'll give you a little bit of this. This is in um, a D tone. So it's got that nice deep, deep sound. So good. So good. Yeah. Well, Nicole, where can, um, where can people, where can people find you? Are you on any social media? I sure am. So Monasterio Sound Healing on Facebook. I have a Facebook page there. Um, Instagram and TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. Who knew? I, I feel a little old for that platform, but I actually really enjoy it because I can do sound with that platform. So I have a, um, one minute videos on TikTok of just uh, grounding videos, use this sound to dot, 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 whatever you're trying to create. So both Instagram and TikTok is Monasterio Sound. And, and then I have a website, monasteriosoundhealing.com. 
that's That's fantastic. I'm not on TikTok, but I do see your TikToks um, on Instagram. And they're, it's like taking a little mini, you know, it's like, oh, one of the coals. Okay, what am I going to get? Mm-hmm. feels good like you you're just it's just like a little a little quick hit so keep doing those you are adding value to um to your community and by uh by by sharing those with us oh thank you so much for having me today and i just love chatting with you and thank it's you been fun you. it's been nice and if you do um if you're moving forward to doing something on an on an outdoor event in the uh in the coming weeks and, and months do do let me know so that i can help um promote and participate oh. I sure will. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. We are going to take a short break. And when we come back, you will hear part one of my conversation with Angela Faith, who is a shamanic practitioner, and she has a lot of insight and wisdom to share with us. First now is a local Nanaimo artist, Lori McDonald, with her song, Our Love. Welcome back. You are listening to Wellness Wednesdays here on CHLY. This is Sandra Silva with Chronically Driven, the radio show and podcast every two weeks at this time on this channel. I had mentioned before the song that I'm giving you just a bit of a sneak peek, a teaser, if you will, of a portion of the conversation that I had with Angela Fay, who is a shamanic practitioner. Angela has an amazing story of going and working through adversity to coming out the other side and not only finding healing and wellness for herself, but also in helping other women. Here, like I say, is a short portion of our conversation. She shares a story about a pothole, which I think is super, super timely and is a fable that we can all learn some wisdom from. Here now is a portion of that conversation. I journaled one time and I said, I think my biggest worry is that I don't worry enough because our culture tells us you need to be worried. You need to be worried. I... If you it's, want to be aware, that's great. But you, your awareness is right here. Yeah, and yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And it's just again, it's a, it's that choice and it's that decision. Yes. One of the things that I've taken on in the the last year or so is a a, a a mantra for me, which is Sandra doesn't rush. 
Yes. I'm not going to rush for me. And the new yep. one, I'm not going to rush for you. It's that little check-in. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, a little hug saying, yeah. that's what you need. You yeah. are in with every, every right. And if you allow yourself to stray from that, that's my, that's my choice. Yes, you always have a choice. That's the power. That's claiming your powers. And there's not a right or wrong choice. I want to make that clear. It's not you can, it's not, you're not wrong if you choose to rush. You're just choosing that. But being aware of what your choices are and being accountable, <laughs> being accountable. I, one of the, mind in, in, so my program metamorphosis is truly what it, it, I was inspired on a trip to Colorado to create it. And it's just what it sounds like. It is a transformation. And we do, um, I assign mindfulness exercises each week. And one of them is for a whole week, every day, do an activity with your non-dominant hand. So like brushing your teeth, that's the biggest one, fixing your hair, but brushing the teeth seems to be the most common one. And what was revealed in that, because it's, it's bringing awareness, it's, it's about awareness. One of my ladies that I work with discovered that it forced her to slow down by brushing her teeth with her left hand. Then she discovered that by slowing down, she didn't get anxious in the mornings. So she was having anxiety attacks. So she recognized that, um, yes, by slowing down in the mornings, it wasn't the job. It wasn't anything she needed to medicate. Mm -hmm. She just needed to slow down. Mm -hmm. And another big one, no is a complete sentence. And you don't have to explain yourself because as sensitive mm -hmm. souls, I can read, I can feel your energy, right? Because I'm a sensitive mm -hmm. soul. And whether I'm observing it or ob observing or absorbing, I'm aware of it. And if I tell you I'm going to be late and then I start going into a big spiel, you're going to have opinions about what I'm saying because you're human. And I'm going to start feeling that you're, you're not approving. And then I'm going to start talking more. And I might even end up telling a lie because I want you to love me. <laughs> right. And so, and you get into this whole big mess of, so learning that, using our voice sometimes learning not when to not use our voice and just say no not today but thank you or i'm going to be 10 minutes late thank you for being patient instead exactly. of i'm going to be 10 minutes late with a whole big long reason and apologizing all over yourself uh the things that i'm di i'm discovering lately it's um talking talking about other other lives, other intelligence in, yes. in the universe, and that communication is not done verbally. Nope. It is done telepathically mm -hmm. from, yeah. from heart and through brain and through mind. Yeah. And with that, that's a little bit more, there's a simplicity to that and doesn't need to be cluttered with so yeah. many words. And again, circling back to what you were saying, the accountability and, mm -hmm. and non-blaming. A lot of times when there's that all that extra verbiage, it's, you know, trying to over explain a situation or redirect this or redirect that, which is counterintuitive from for being in the present moment. Yeah, it's it's all um, 
and and how if anyone's thinking what does this have to do with wellness everything we're talking about creates unwellness within the body yeah. it's in and, and if you think of things as frequencies and vibrations and i often tell people consider that we as humans are not capable of comprehending how all of this works so that just opens you up to maybe being open to consider anything and i always say i'm not trying to tell you what to think feel or believe but I hope to inspire you to think and to feel and to believe in more than what you can just see or feel or, or observe mm -hmm, with your senses mm -hmm. in this in this in this world we live in. And when you do open up to that, because all of that negative self-talk, negative talking to others, gossiping, watching the news, I can't mm -hmm. stress enough, turn off the TV, put on some nature shows. Um, it, it's, there's always contrast. There's so much beauty to look at. Mm -hmm. There's a story, um, an analogy, and I didn't create it. I, I don't remember where I heard it, but I love it. It says, so imagine you move to this beautiful neighborhood and it's your dream house and everybody is so friendly and there's ice cream on every corner that's good for you and and the sun is shining and the rain it's rainy and when it needs to be it's just a lovely lovely place but there's a pothole on main street and there's a tv channel that covers that pothole 24 7. and there's a support group for the pothole and there's other people that will tell you about the progression of the pothole and now all your focus is on this pothole mm -hmm. and you're just so worried about avoiding the pothole that you've forgotten that you live on second street what about the pothole what, 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 <laughs> yeah and everybody's telling you oh you're being irresponsible if you're not worried about that pothole don't you know mm -hmm. how many people fell in it last week <laughs> mm -hmm. and yeah. and so you're missing <laughs> the so fact good. that you're not there and um i believe that i am here to expand and i'm gonna have potholes in my life but they're mine not not yours <laughs> Mm -hmm. And I can hold space for you while you're traversing yours, but I don't need to put all my focus on on that, on your potholes, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. um, and I will say with that, I don't ever encourage, don't, I'm not ever, ever saying, don't get mad, don't get sad, don't get, oh, feel no, no. your emotions, lean into them, Bring please, it. please lean into them, don't numb them, don't avoid them, feel them, and then start moving past that and reaching for something that feels a little better. You're not going from grief to happy or no. rage to joy, but something that feels just a little bit better or and changing your focus. Yes. That's so, that's so key because a lot of, um, we never want to have what we're talking about be misinterpreted as just like, Oh, well, they're just be positive mm -hmm. all the time. Put a happy smile right. on. Everything's good. Uh, uh. We really want to be able to learn that skill and, and recognize the value of yeah. feeling and processing and yes. through that emotion, the danger, it, the twofold, the way that I see it, either not feeling it, suppressing it, tamping it down because it's too uncomfortable and we're yeah. afraid to go there or keeping it here in our head and yep. reliving it over and over and over again, which I used to do and very harmful. Yeah. Yeah. When, if there was a time, if you had first met me, I would lead with the story of my childhood and how, how it was. And now I will tell you about when I was six years old and I got called to jump off the high dive first, you know, like it was a big, it was a celebratory, um, 
um, and I don't live from my, my traumas don't identify me. However, mm. they've given me the ability to have compassion for the woman that's been raped or for this is my biggest, this has been my biggest um, takeaway from my life experience is the mother daughter relationship. My mother was not what others would consider a good mother or, or whatever, but she loved me fiercely and I loved her fiercely. And I have a lot of compassion because I am a mother as well of twin daughters. <laughs> and, you know, I've, I've, it's given me a lot of opportunities to unravel family curses, which is another shamanic um, ceremonial practice. And I'll use this one. My mother used to say to me, I hope that you have a daughter that puts you through the hell you've put me through. She would say it not in a hateful way. I know it sounds really harsh, <laughs> but she would say it in a, and she was that way. She was just that way. Well, when I had twin daughters, you can imagine how cursed I felt every time my daughters challenged me. I would hear my mom saying that and I would feel that I was literally cursed. So in part of my personal development, I had to look at that and unravel that curse. Stop being mad at mom for saying it because now I get to choose whether or not I believe it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And taking that accountability, like, no, no, it's not a curse. These, these are opportunities. And so I have the capacity to have compassion. And that's why I feel I've been called as well to lead others, because you had said something, Sandra. And I don't remember exactly what it was when you said there's no back. Once you begin it, you don't slide back on it. And I don't remember exactly what it was maybe resentments, but I think it was when we were talking about resentments, but I, I think you will agree with this. When you experience being in your power and, and taking accountability and the abilities you have to contribute to your own suffering or your own joy, once you've experienced that joy, you won't sacrifice it for anybody. No, you won't let it go. Not, not for my adult children, not for my husband, not for, people I work with, I will not sacrifice, just, I will not give you my, my peace. It's like you get there and you're almost on an energetic level. You graduate to having an extra power source within you that is, you're just rediscovering it. It's not, it's not new. It's reawakening because it was always there and you just need to be re reminded and to remember. Yeah. Angela, a lot of the work that you do also has um, music and sound to to that and um, within some of the shamanic teachings and practices there's um, an awful lot of use of drumming what's drumming, what's yeah. the what's the idea behind uh, using the drum oh yes the drum the drum the role of the drum so an interesting fact in early um, Christianity drums were forbidden in churches and when slaves were brought over drums were forbidden to be possessed or, or made and because the, the beat of the drum, it resonates, it brings us into harmony, our energetic bodies with Mother Earth, the heartbeat of Mother Earth. It is, it is reminiscent of when we're in the womb, the heartbeat of our mother. And it brings the brain into a theta state. It, it can, a drum can, and a lot of us, our favorite songs, you know, we like the bass, mm -hmm. it gets your foot tapping, it gets you, you're feeling good. And it, it can get you in that place. And as a shamanic practitioner, the role of the drum is my bridge to non-ordinary reality. So when I journey, 
I, I use it, the sound of just a, a, a drum, a monotonous drum beat, but also in shamanic healing, I use, I have a medicine drum and then um, I have a, a sep another drum for journeying. I use rattles, I use feathers, singing bowls, crystals, whatever I'm guided to, natural objects. I do work with nature objects, but everything was, most of my tools were passed on by um, other medicine people that were, <clears throat> I'm careful with my words because I used the word gifted and I was instructed or corrected quickly. It's not a gift, it's passed on. Mm. And so I do work with, and, and in, I won't go a whole lot into that, but yes, with the drum and then working with the essence of animal totems. So through feathers and even my drum is made of elk hide. Mm -hmm. And so I've journeyed and, and I work with the spirit of elk. I wanted to say really quick too, in shamanism, we also look at everything has a spirit, not a soul like you and I, but a spirit, even disease. So when you have cancer, I journeyed to my cancer and I met my cancer. And it is often believed also that when the body gets overtaken with a disease, a disease, there is a possibility that the disease has a stronger desire to live. Mm -hmm. And some of us, we, we've heard stories of those that just give up. They give up. They get, they hear a diagnosis. They give up. They're, they're defeated. And so that is also another approach to, so with myself, that's why I, I approach things very differently <laughs> when I, when I get sick or when, um, and I don't get sick often, knock on wood, <laughs> but with my, my way of being, my way of, and people will say, well, what is it? Is it the crystals? Is it the moon water? Is it the this? Who knows? But I'm going to do it all. And I do get called crazy sometimes, but I can deal with this kind of crazy. I, I can, can deal, deal with, with this, this kind, kind of, of crazy. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Really lovely. Time has gone super fast. We've well, that wraps up today's show. I would like to thank my guests, Nicole Monasterio and Angela Faith for allowing us to learn from them and raise our own vibration in the process. Tune in in two weeks time to hear part two of my more in-depth conversation with Angela. You know, tools like breathwork, meditation, being in and experiencing nature are some of the easiest ways to support our mental and physical health. And I encourage us to all do so on an ongoing basis. If you are feeling stressed due to everything going on with masks and lockdowns and travel restrictions and more, remember not to let it control how you experience this spring or summer. While there may be things that we're not able to do, there are so many things that we can do. I know that not all of the listeners are here on mid-Vancouver Island, but for those of you that are, we are so blessed with our wide open spaces and with nature literally accessible at our doorstep. So if you can, get outside, breathe in that fresh, clean air, and soak up some of that natural vitamin D from the sun. If we can get some exercise in there and 
do a little bit of movement, all the better. And you know, it is just so important for our mental and physical and spiritual health to do that, to enjoy our life and to especially connect with the environment around us. Thank you so much for spending time with me here today. If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the full program on the podcast or YouTube. Simply search for Chronically Driven and you'll find me. Next week, it will be Teresa Osman at the mic with Wellness News Wednesday, and I will be back in two weeks' time. Take care, everyone, and until then, I am wishing you wellness.